This is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. And also Jax. <laughs> Well, hello everybody and happy January 25th. Can you believe it? It's been one mince, one mince, one <laughs> month since Christmas uh, and I'm excited to celebrate it again today. I'm Brandon. I'm here with my good friend Scott. Scott, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Brandon. We're out of practice at this. We haven't done a party episode since October wow. because we did all our daily episodes in November and December. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can, okay, because I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, right fair now. enough. Fair enough. I, I completely. I was prepping this last night. I forgot what we do. I had to go back to the October document to figure out what sections we even do. What is this? What is this show? Yeah, what do we do? What is this? We do a thing. I feel like you know what you're doing. When I came on earlier, you were getting an SD card. You were <laughs> setting things up. I was like, this is a professional thing going here the physical act of recording and producing the episode not a problem <laughs> the actual content of what we do no idea and bran i guess the surprise is out now we don't have shannon this month no, because don't. shannon is a big woman of business right now she's working during the week big woman of business that's quite good you're not out Thank of practice you. no uh she will be joining us next month but oh. she didn't have any of her recording equipment set up at her boyfriend's blah 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 but i got good news yeah. The voice you already heard is that of our good friend, Jax. Jacqueline Collier, wow. thank you so much for being here. Brian, I got to meet Jax at Bramble Fest. Yes. Now, I had been a big fan of hers for a very long time, but then I got to meet her, and she is one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. A wonderful human, and also hilarious and wonderful, and I, I am so excited to have her here. Jax, thank you for being here. I'm honored. We became Bramble Fest besties. We'll get t-shirts made yes. for next year. Mm. We had a wonderful lunch. We got to chat about life and all sorts of things. And I realized this is a person I want in my life. You're stuck with me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good problem to have. So yeah. when we needed somebody to fill in, and we'd already used up Alonzo's goodwill earlier in the month, Brian, when you were on your cruise. So Jax agreed to be here with us and I couldn't be more excited. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. Shannon, I love you. We miss you. Hope it, you're having fun being a big woman of business. Big woman of business. <laughs> Bran, it's a party episode. It's the it January is. party, which is a little bit of a weird thing. It's the first month. I don't think it's weird well, no, 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 at it's, all. It's, I think it's a this, little bit weird. It's, it's, it's needed now, more now. You get it. We need it. I do get it. But to a normal person, to a muggle, they would say, wait a minute, you're, you're celebrating Christmas party in January? We just had a Christmas. It wasn't even a full month ago at, at the time that we're recording this. That's fine. It's totally fine because we, we, you and I need it more than ever. That's right. My house is bereft of Christmas <laughs> yes. or decorations now. Everything is down. And that's when yeah. it really hit me. Although the music choice station on cable is still playing Christmas music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm okay with that. I keep tuning it in and my wife's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I just need it. <laughs> I just need it. My daughter's okay with it. And that it's a, it's a, literally the only reason you still have cable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. $230 a month. Thank you very much, Xfinity. But 
why don't we get right into things here? Sure. I would love And that. we'll start at the place that we always start, with the countdown. Give it to me. Joy to the world. 11 months until Christmas! 11 months! 11 months. I'm going to choose to be excited like about it and not feel the weight of the length that that truly is. If I think about it, I might not be as happy. But 11 months, that's less than 12. Yeah, this is not the highest number of months that we could have had. If we had done a Christmas party on the 25th, we would have said 12 months till Christmas, so we didn't do that. No. 11. Jax, how are you with 11 months? You know, it's going to fly by, which honestly, I don't know if it makes me excited or gives me an existential crisis, but mm. uh, I'll lean into the excitement because of the podcast that I'm on right now. I, I do appreciate that. Uh, you know, 11 that's 11 opportunities mm-hmm. for us to party together. That's right. And also, guys, Christmas in July is really close. Oh, gosh. So, it, yeah. I mean, that's okay. Like, we're, we're getting right there. How many months until Christmas in July, Bran? Uh, that'd be five. Five? Five. Five or six? Yeah, yeah, yeah math. Math is hard. We're right there. Uh, we, we agreed not to do any math live on the episodes this year, and that's already been blown. <laughs> but 11, uh, we can do 11 months. Honestly, I think what's so exciting is it's not even Christmas Day for me that's the best. It's the Christmas season, which is like uh, October for us. So we're we're actually really, really close, you guys. Yes. Yeah. And even September sometimes, you go some stores. I'm with you, Jax. Christmas itself can be a bit of a letdown. And I know that's a rough thing to say, but I love the season. I love the lead up to it. I love celebrating when everyone else is not celebrating, <laughs> uh, not including the morning people who are listening to this. So this month, Bran and Jax, yeah. most of our content from the listeners is going to be about things they did in 2023. That's what we put the call out for. It's still fresh in everyone's mind. So, Brant, could you give us a lead-in to Christmas traditions? I am concerned that this guitar is wildly out of tune, but let's find out together. That's going to make a big Christmas difference. Christmas traditions? Yep. Ah. Christmas traditions are time. We're having fun. That's exactly what I expected of a January Christmas party. That was great. Well, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. The falsetto's in right now. Everyone's singing in the falsetto. Jax, would you do us the honor of reading our first email today? I would love to. From Ms. Marielle Abbott. Happy January, Christmas morning, people. I wanted to share a fun tradition that has given me a lot of joy in recent years. A friend and I began celebrating New Month Eve on the last day of every month in January of 2020. We had decided that January didn't go as planned. Yeah. I get it. So we needed a redo on the year slash our resolutions. So January 31st, 2020, we popped some bubbly and cheers to a new month. As 2020 went on, it continued to be one curveball after another globally and in our personal lives. So new month Eve continued on the last day of each month that year, several of which were virtual. My friend and I have continued the celebration on or around the last day of each month since then. It is a wonderful excuse to treat ourselves to something fun to drink and catch up on the past month and our hopes for the coming month. I definitely recommend this celebration each month. It especially helps lighten these first few post-Christmas months. Merry Christmas. I love this idea. 
This idea is wonderful, isn't it? This is very nice. This is very nice. I uh, Well, I just also li- love an idea of having an excuse to get together with, with friends. I think it's sometimes you just need to make up an excuse. Like as, as adults and life gets busy, it's like, let's just create a thing. That's our thing. And, and there's nothing we can do. It's a thing. We can't, I can't miss mm-hmm. the thing. So I like this idea. This is very nice. This idea is wonderful. Uh, in the idea of normalizing therapy, I go to therapy, not because I'm having terrible crises, because I just want to keep the engine running right. I want to, It's like a tune-up every few weeks. And one thing that he says that I like a lot is that you have to balance your being with your doing. If we're always focusing on the doing, we're missing the being. You know, you're a big man of business. You're always worrying about... <laughs> all this stuff. And you're not even appreciating that your kid is growing older, that you have a wonderful wife, a wonderful life, and you're so blessed. I like this idea because stopping at the end of each month, it kind of, it's like a line of demarcation. The month Mm -hmm. is over. Let's just stop and appreciate it. And that's a little bit of what we do with these Christmas parties, Bran. That's true. We remember that, hey, another month has gone by and we don't need a December to be joyous about Christmas. So sorry to hijack your thing, Marielle, there. I love it. I love this idea very much. And I'm not a big drinker, so I don't know what I would do, but I could still stop and appreciate things with my family, right? Oh, Scott, I don't drink and I can make you so many delicious non-alcoholic. I mean, that's assuming that you drink non-alcoholic beverages. Well, well, but I'm diabetic, remember? So Yeah, but no, but I, I can make you sugar free drinks. Well, doesn't that that's okay, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, totally. yes. I have a simple syrup that is sugar-free, uh, some club soda, lemon, lime, orange. I'm telling you, I'm going to take care of it for you. Bran, hold down the rest of the episode here. I'm going to the grocery <laughs> store. I'm going to get some stuff. Yeah, okay? well, as somebody who does drink and also has not been partaking in dry January, I'm already sauced. Uh, so I'm, I, I'll do the best that I can, but uh, I'm having a good time over here. Don't you worry. No, you don't you don't actually need booze for this. Booze. You just stop and just do something you wouldn't normally do for yourself. Drink a milkshake I love the if word that's booze. what booze. Drink a smoothie like Bran has been doing. That's right. Two smoothies a week. It's a thing. It's been putting an edge on your personality that I'm not sure. <laughs> it's booze. It's missing the yeah. booze. No, it's stop totally and right. enjoy the the month with your friends. Remember that a month has gone by. We're only on this blue marble for so long. So thank you, Marielle, for that email. Thank you, Jax, for reading it. Bran, that was a tradition. Yes. We have another segment here for memories. These are the actual memories. Oh. I, I, I'm sorry I didn't give you enough lead in there. No, I, I it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So could you lead us in with some 2023 memories, please? Somewhere in my Christmas memories. Oh, that was pretty good. I like that. Oh, it's getting better as the as the episode goes on here. I'm like a I'm like a fine wine. I've always said that <laughs> yeah. about myself. You, you age like wine, I'm aging like milk. Oh, All right. Gosh. This email is from Katie Leepak. She says, Hi guys, we had a great 2023. Glad to hear that. Three of the main highlights would be the following. Number one, my husband and I purchased our first house in the summer. First, congratulations, Katie. That is a huge milestone. It's also a huge pain in the butt. Good luck with that. I can tell you it's easier to call your superintendent, and now it's you. Uh, Number two, my husband and I went on our honeymoon in August and September. We went to Italy and Santorini. We were gone for two weeks, and it was amazing. I'm jealous of that. I would love to go to Santorini. Man, two weeks, huh? Yeah, that, yeah, that's like have a you ever, half a Have month. you ever been there? 
I've, have you ever been there, I've Jax? never been no. there. I've been to Italy, but I haven't been to Santorini. I went to Rome with my theater group, and that's a Ooh. very different trip. <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> I would love to follow around Jax's theater troupe. Oh, my gosh. Just around Europe. Just follow you around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just they're just gonna spontaneously break into improv at any given moment. Tell you, it's, oh, it's, it's not wonderful. it's not the the fun in the sun, you know, <laughs> trip to Santorini that I that our friend Katie had. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And number three, my brother-in-law got married and I was so happy for them. Well, congratulations on all those things, Katie. That's great. Now for the low lights. Oh. And there's only one. Oh, that's good. She says I broke my toe, but the reason is even more embarrassing. I have a King Charles who uses stairs to go up to the bed, and I kicked that by accident. I'm assuming a King Charles is a dog. Yes. Yeah, but I don't... Yeah. What? She kicked the dog? No, no, no. She kicked the stairs. Okay. I have personal experience with this. I had an arthritic cat and who loved to be on the bed with us, and she couldn't get up anymore, and she would. it was so sad. So I built stairs at the end of the bed. They're still there because I kind of attached them. <laughs> anyway, but I haven't kicked it yet. Uh, I'm sure it's going to happen. Hopefully I don't broke my, broke. I hope I, I don't broke my toe. <laughs> I hope I don't break my toe. Katie, sorry to hear that. I, I, I hope it healed quickly. I don't know. Yeah, I've never broken a toe before. I um, oh, now it's happening. It's gonna happen this afternoon. I've never broken anything before. <gasps> Why are you tempting fate? Bring it. Oh, I I actually I just got rid of insurance. Um, oh, oh, this is let's oh, not. Yeah. This story's going really well, Jack. Oh, it's okay. I went for years uh, without it, and I'm still alive. <laughs> This is the worst advice I've ever heard in my life. Why are you telling people to not have insurance? Listen, you do, do whatever makes the most sense for you and your family in yeah, this right. ridiculous country. Yeah. I have a new tattoo that just says, whatever you do, don't call the ambulance. So, you know, yeah. that's where I'm at in life. Well, I know you're a fibber now because you wouldn't get a tattoo. But maybe you have a bracelet that. that says that or a something. In case says, of emergency, just, call someone yeah. that's free. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. All right. Uh, so thank you, Katie. Sorry about the lowlights, but I think they were completely overshadowed by the highlights. That was wonderful. The night, a pretty nice year, I got to say. Brand, we have an audio clip from Lenora Gilbert. <gasps> oh, thank God. Our Christmas freak on the street, self-proclaimed. I know her well. And she's going to tell us about her Christmas murder mystery party. Are you ready? <gasps> oh, very fun. Happy New Year to all you lovely Christmas morning people. Hope your holiday season was fantabulous. I'm Lenora, your Christmas freak on the street here in Arizona, washed up on the shore of 2024 <laughs> by the Christmas tide. December was so much fun, and today I'm going to tell you about one of the funnest things I did, and it was inspired by this Christmas morning show. I hosted my first ever Christmas murder mystery dinner party. I'm sharing with you about it in case you need an idea for next Christmas, and also I think this would be a great idea for celebrating Christmas in July. My first step was purchasing a party kit, which I found on Amazon. I selected the Holiday Horror at Von Hair Universal Kit. The kit comes with everything you need to get started. The host guide gives a step-by-step -step instructions on hosting the dinner, with decorating, how to invite guests, gives you a menu with recipes. I didn't have to decorate as my house was decorated. My five trees were already up. Five trees? I did uh, take pictures of the eight character cards and sent them out to my guests so they knew what their characters were ahead of time. I had two guests that were already visiting me here from Canada, so I let them know in person. After they arrived, they were participating. Uh. 
I set a different menu than what was in the guide as I had two people that didn't eat meat and one that didn't eat vegetables. So pasta and salad it was. I took my visitors that were here to the local thrift store to purchase outfits as the setting of the mystery was an office Christmas party. Someone killed the HR manager and we had to figure out. No comment. The invitees were given their own booklets with all their secret information in it after they arrived. And I was super impressed with everybody who attended. Everybody really got into their roll with their outfits, they practice their mannerisms, even their accents, and it was so much fun. One person guessed right at the end of the evening, and they were given their prizes, and these were included in the kit. We gave out for the correct guess, for the best outfit, and for the person who was the most in character. Um, I also forgot to mention there was also videos that you could stop and play three times during the game. It's a, like a local news report about your situation in the game. You don't need to do this part. It can be read by the host instead. I just pulled it up on YouTube. It was really easy. Uh, we celebrated at the end of the game with sticky toffee pudding that I had made. And we had so much fun. I hope you are able to try it sometime. Happy New Year, everyone. Well, thank you, Lenora. That sounds that sounds like something. Oh, I th- We're going to leave it at something. Oh. Oh, I did one this you Christmas. Did this Come on. Not a murder mystery party? Uh, Lenora is a girl Scotty. after my own heart. Well, yes, Lenora sounds wonderful, and I have no problem being invited to a murder mystery party. The part that's got my stomach churning is thinking about showing up <laughs> and then being told it's a murder mystery party because that reminds me of when you when you're listening to you know some public speaker and they're like how are you today come on you can do better than that let's all give five facts about ourselves and you're like i don't want this at all but i would do it with jax and bran because i think you guys would make it an absolute hoot we could uh, we would have, have, have you done a murder time. mystery party jax and i would have a good time love them yeah i've done a murder mystery party wow was it Christmas themed though? It was yeah. not, I'm sure. It was not Christmas. Mine was not Christmas themed. No. I did a Christmas theme one this year with Alex's family and they were I have to say like I don't quite fit in with them. I'm the only American. They're all mm-hmm. English. They all drink. I don't drink. They all are like they just have their whole culture. Sure. But it was funny because they're like, wow, you're really good at this. I'm like, I'm an actor. <laughs> I've been waiting <laughs> for this yeah, moment exactly. to show off. I was a Southern person. I got to do a Southern accent. I was like off book. They were, I was like, they're finally complimenting me on something. <laughs> yeah, you were born for that. I was ready. I got to be honest, doing a murder mystery party with almost all British people sounds like a dream. It does sound awesome, doesn't <laughs> it, it Fran? Great. They were really It's like good. being in the game Clue. <laughs> yes. Uh, everyone's fancier by default. I think I would be cool doing this with people I know. I think I'd be yeah. slightly uncomfortable with strangers, but I would rise to the occasion, I like to think. I like to think that too. You and your improv class, you're ready for it. I know. Jax is my unofficial uh, acting coach, Brian. Oh, I love that. I love that. You... If she can teach children, she can teach Scotty. Yeah, I mean, you're basically <laughs> a big kid so i, uh, exactly. I, think, it, I yeah. think it works out pretty well yeah. uh, i just i want to give kudos to uh, the humble brag of having your five christmas trees up that was a flex it just, wasn't just it slid it right in there i had my five christmas trees up already so it was no big deal yeah i had everyone over in my mansion uh, i had my 15 yeah, trees fine. it was it was <laughs> no big deal no big deal yeah yeah pip pip murder pip, time murder time <laughs> it was right for murder hey boy i love to do some murder, I love the murder. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> we love it. We have to 
do one. The three of us have to do one. This has to be an episode. Yes, we do, but it has to be not right now because we have other emails to read. <laughs> Jax, would you I, be so I kind? Say, I will say, Conan just did a murder mystery uh, party on his podcast, and it's a lot of fun. So I think it could be something maybe we do as a Christmas party one one month is we, we get a bunch of people in the room with us. We do a little Christmas murder mystery party. That would be fun. It's not a bad idea. Maybe a Bramble Fest, okay? okay. Yes. All right. Costumes. Okay, sorry. Jax, would you be so kind as to read our next email read the, from Kristen Lowe? Read the Lowe? next one, please, Jax. Oh, I would love to, from oh, Kristen boy. Lowe. I won't do the whole thing in, in a dialect. Well, that's unfortunate. You can do it in any way you want. You are the you are our guest. <laughs> so, from our dear do Kristen. Do it as an ogre. Do it as an ogre. <laughs> as an ogre. <laughs> I have been coaching Shrek Jr. auditions, so I will Fantastic. say that is in my wheelhouse. Yes. Uh, but I'll leave it to the kids. Uh, Kristen says, I have about 300 pics of the White House and some wow. of Kristen in DC. Here are just a few. It's a really easy process and I encourage everyone to contact their congressperson and go. They take Christmas requests three months prior to the day you want to go. Oh, I didn't know this. Neither did I. This is very cool. You'll notice the national manure, which was lit that evening, and the national tree, although not lights during the day. There are tiny trees with ornaments from every state as well. Hmm. This is my third White House Christmas and by far my favorite. I made my husband go through a couple of rooms twice and I would have walked back to the beginning if I could. Merry Christmas. These photos are epic. Aren't they awesome? So if I want to go to the White House at Christmas, I have to contact my congressman? Three months prior to the date you want to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't they have other stuff they have to do? They have been very why, doing a very good job of doing it. So. <laughs> why, are, why are we leaving the White House Christmas tours up to the Congress people? Let them do Congress people stuff. <laughs> have they heard about like online forms or tickets? I don't know. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, there, there's got to be an online system that could handle this, you know? Hey, Tim Scott, how you doing, bud? Uh, I know that you're probably busy uh, doing, you know, your job. But if you could hook me up with two ticks to the White House, that'd be super cool. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I don't want to contact Lindsey Graham on your behalf, and I certainly don't want to do it about Christmas. But these photos are incredible. Jax, I didn't imagine that the White House was going to be this colorful in these photos, especially these like striped poles here. And, and, and but there's some traditional stuff, the pretty trees, that kind of thing. But this is not what I expected. Yeah, you're right. I did. I expected like Christmas, like red, white and blue. You're yeah. right. I didn't expect all this color. It looks a little like Candyland nice, in some yeah. of the photos, but in a very tasteful way. Yeah. Candyland, yeah. I thought it was going to be a little on the dry side, not on these photos. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put these on our Instagram account, which I don't remember what it is. Uh, thank you, Brand. And at Xmas Morning Pod. Morning Pod. Xmas Morning Pod. That's right. Christmas was too long. So thank yeah. you. I do just want to let everybody know I just got word that Kristen is on the watch list for starting an email with I have 300 pics of the White yeah, House. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, you can't start an email that way, apparently. They, uh, they start to take notice. She did email this back in December, and there was no easy way to get this into one of our daily episodes, so I have been holding it for a while. Thanks for your patience, Kristen. I appreciate it. The pictures are amazing, and thanks for not sending all 300, but I think the ones that you sent are amazing. Uh, She sent pretty close. I've I've whittled it down to an amount that Instagram will take. Amazing. I've got an email from Brandon Sears who says, way up here in Ottawa. What? It's a good name. Oh, yeah, it it is. It was a name joke. (laughs) Way up here in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, we have a little street that has been going all out for Christmas for over 40 years. The residents of Taffy Lane go overboard, decorating their homes from top to bottom for the season. 
For the entire month of December, you can either take a drive or stroll through the neighborhood and get those Christmassy feels in. At the end of the tour, guests are encouraged to make a donation to the Ottawa Food Bank by either bringing a non-perishable item or providing a cash donation. We haven't been for a few years, but last night my wife and I went for a visit. This was obviously sent in December. I've attached a few photos to share with the listeners. Bran, I picked the ones that I thought were really going to get you excited. And the first one is this street sign underneath the, you know, so you have the the thing that says Taffy Lane. Then there's like a custom sign underneath it that says, welcome to Taffy Lane. And it just brings me joy. To look at this. Love that. I love the name oh. Taffy Lane, too. What a great name Absolutely. for Christmas Street. You know what vibes this was giving me, though? What's this that? was giving me the Jolly Johnsons vibes. Ugh, the from, Jolly From Johnsons. Holla at the Holly 2 there. Get out of here, Jolly Johnsons. Yeah. No one wants you here. Yeah. <laughs> Jax, <laughs> wow. Jax, what do you think of these photos? This is amazing. Um, we have a neighborhood in Brooklyn called Diker, Diker Heights. Heights. And they have, yeah. yeah. And, every, and this looks a lot like it. It is very festive. I'm surprised there's not a Christmas movie called Christmas on Taffy Lane, mm-hmm. uh, but there probably oh, will great. be. Yeah, good title. There probably yeah. will be. This is beautiful. And I love that Brandon's seem to have a thing for Christmas. They do. They do. Hopefully he it's hasn't lost his it's Christmas spirit. Oh, oh, come on. on. That, I, I, uh, listen, I'm not giving into that joke. That was just a reference for the deckies you. that's coming up very soon. Uh, Jax, I want to know, as somebody who lives um, in the big city, do you try to figure out a way to decorate the, the, your like windows for like outside display? Like, what do you uh, what do you do? I don't. I mean, <gasps> that does. I, I'm 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 afraid I've never we've never even cleaned the outside of our windows. We're up so high. And I'm afraid of heights. And <laughs> but turn, are you by your window? Turn the yeah. turn the camera around so that so that Scott can see this. Uh, can you, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's see, that's a perfect window for decorating, Brian. It's a little, it's a little blown out, but you can see the Empire State Building kind of. If it's very it's nice. Blown out. It is. Whoa, that's, it is. That's a flex. It is night. <laughs> Um, no big deal, just no Central big, Park, NBD. You know, whatever. Uh, whatever. But I, I really should decorate the windows. You could do the inside, though, right? I could do the inside. I could do the yeah. inside, yes. And you know what? Next year, I okay. will. Honestly, for Christmas in July, I will. Wow. We're going to hold you to that. We're going to have you back in July to see what you do. And I'll show you. I'll Sound show good? off. Yes. I'll show Please off. Brian, would you give us a musical intro to the best gift yes. I ever received? Okay. What's a good gift? What's the best gift? The best gift I ever received. That's good. That's, that's good. Brand, that's really good. Don't seem so surprised, Jax. Gosh. Jax, would you do us the honor of reading this email from Seth Burroughs? From Seth Burroughs. Hey, morning people. Hey. I wanted to share with you a photo of my favorite Christmas gift I've ever received that my awesome wife and partner gave me this year. Oh. Isn't that nice? He knows what's up. An early print edition of the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer story by Robert L. May. This is so cool. As I'm sure you and your listeners know, before the song and TV special, Rudolph was a children's story written as part of a promotional giveaway by department store Montgomery Ward in 1939. I actually didn't know this, so thank you for the education. Oh, you didn't? No, I did not. It proved such a big hit that in 1947, the first mass market print edition was produced by Maxton Books. As far as I can tell, based on my internet sleuthing, this may very well be one of the first editions printed in in the 1940s. Even if that turns out (laughs) not to be the case, this is still one of the most thoughtful gifts I've ever received. 
and has earned a prominent place, a permanent display in my home office. Love the show and Merry Christmas. And then Seth sent us a picture of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This is so special. I love this. I love this so much, Brand. I, I want one of these. That's in like a, a, a nice, fancy case. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about yeah. that? That is pretty cool. Now, I, d- I don't know anything about the rarity or the value. I did hear that because Montgomery Ward gave these away, that there were a, a lot, lot of them. Right. So I don't think we're talking about six figures or anything like that. But I would still treat this like it was the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> or something. I love it. Uh, I will post the photo on our Instagram what a thoughtful gift. I, I, this is the kind of thing my wife would do for me, although I would tell her not to spend the money. I'd rather we, – we usually do things, Jack, like Jack's like, uh, you know, take the money you'd buy a gift for me with and go go buy some toys, you know, and donate them or something. Oh, that's really – you guys are good people. Well, it started off because I had no idea what to get my wife the first year we were together. <laughs> and I was like, you know what we should do? We should take this <laughs> – we should take that money and buy toys. And I got to go toy shopping. So it was a win-win. And we've been doing it now for 18 years. <laughs> this is the same way that uh, our first Valentine's dinner, I, I was broke as a joke back then. So I said, why don't I make you a heart-shaped pizza? And now it's become a thing. And we don't have to go out and spend $200 on a dinner. And you can make a heart-shaped pizza? You know how to do that? Yeah, absolutely. That's impressive. All right. You and Alex, you're, you're welcome here anytime. Mm-hmm. We'll make heart-shaped pizzas. Okay. I would love to. What if we just show up on <laughs> Valentine's Day? <laughs> we don't go out for Valentine's Day either. It's way too expensive and crowded in New York, at least, to go out for Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's really not our, it's not our thing either. I'd rather do something. Jack's told me we were invited. Jack said we were invited. <laughs> Jack said invited. we were invited to show up. I don't know what they do no? here in America, but this is low rent. <laughs> Brand, do you go out all out for Caitlin on Valentine's Day? Uh, no, no. Uh, I we cho- we choose to show our love mm-hmm. to each other every day. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. made up holiday. Mm-hmm. One day, I love my wife dearly. All right, <laughs> made up by Hallmark. Well, okay, yeah, so we have to give him a slight pass. All right, Brand, our yeah. final segment today: TV and movies. Oh yeah. Turn on the television, tell me what you see. It's time for movies and TV. Wow. Okay, all joking aside, that was actually great. Jax, if we start an improv troupe, Bran is going to be the musical person, okay? Oh my gosh, I love watching musical improv. And Bran, seriously, you'd be so good at it. Yeah, really, absolutely. Um, I have a clip. From our friend Joe Fulton, the Christmas aficionado. A legend. Mm -hmm. Now, Jax, what Joe does is he has a YouTube channel called the Christmas Aficionado, and he reviews TV shows, movies, and he contacted us a long time ago because I read the TV specials every week. I'm sorry, TV Scotty, not me, completely different guy, reads the TV specials every (laughs) week. And we've said things like, oh, I wonder what that episode was about when they start showing up often. And uh, he reached out and said, hey, I'll review it for you. So we've got this great symbiotic relationship here where he listens to the ones that kind of show up all the time. And one of them that showed up last year was a Happy Days episode called Guess Who's Coming to Christmas. And I said, Brian, (laughs) I wonder what that was about. Well, Joe delivered. So here's our clip from the Christmas aficionado on the Happy Days episode called Guess Who is Coming to Christmas. Someone is coming for Christmas at the Happy Days house. Hear my review and recap starting now. It's Christmas and the Cunninghams are getting ready to celebrate that evening with plans to pop popcorn, toast marshmallows, drink cider, and Mr. Cunningham will read the night before Christmas. 
Howard is excited only to spend Christmas with his immediate family, even though the kids, they want to invite their friends. We decided that this Christmas Eve was going to be strictly for the family. They plan on trimming the tree that night, but decorate the outside of the house with Richie and Chuck helping their father set up a creepy robot Santa that breaks and feverishly moves his arm up and down. Richie then heads to Arnold's where Ralph and Potsy try to use parsley instead of mistletoe to kiss the girls when Fonzie shows up with Christmas gifts for everybody. It's well known that the Fonz is big on Christmas and that it's better to give than to receive. Yeah, it just so happens that I am very big on Christmas. I thought that was well known about the Fonz. Fonzie tells him that he's spending Christmas with his cousins in Waukesha, but it all sounds like a lie. That evening, Richie notices that Fonzie hasn't left to visit his family for Christmas and that he's all alone eating a can of ravioli and a piece of buttered bread on Christmas Eve. Richie tells his family that the Fonz was lying about his plans, convincing Howard to change his mind about inviting non-family over for the Christmas celebration. Dad, I don't think he went to Waukesha. Well, he made up some big story about a party in Waukesha, but I know he's at home. They go to Fonzie's to invite him to their home for Christmas, but he continues insisting he is heading to his cousins. Knowing that the Fonz is too proud to accept the invitation, they ask the Fonz to come over and fix the creepy robot Santa. He agrees and fixes the robot Santa along with the tree lights. Mrs. Cunningham tells the Fonz that she can't let him leave and be alone. Fonzie, you're staying here, and I don't want to hear another word about it. Hey, Mrs. C, my mother used to talk to me like that. The only one who used to get away with it, too, until you. I accept your uh, invitation. After making popcorn, the Fonz offers to read the night before Christmas because the one thing Fonz is really good at is reading poetry. Say, would someone like to read The Night Before Christmas? Oh, hey, I'd love to do that. Would you mind if I did that? See, it's one thing I'm really great at, and that's reading poetry. All right? All right, gather round. On Christmas Day, the family and the Fonz sit down for Christmas dinner and ask Fonzie to say grace. He simply says, Hey, God. Thanks. <laughs> so, final thoughts. It's really important to make sure everybody has somewhere to go for Christmas. Even the poetry-reading motorcycle gang member. Scott, Bran, Shannon, Alonzo, Larry, Drunk Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus with an E, TV Scotty, and everybody who <laughs> listens to this podcast. I hope you had a wonderful holiday, and just like the Fonz, was with the people you love. I give this episode an A+. That's my review of Happy Days, Guess Who's Coming for Christmas from the second season. You can easily find this episode online, and if you watch it, let me know what you think. What Christmas episode should I review next? I'm the Christmas aficionado, and remember... Stay off the naughty list. Well, Joe, you always do an incredible job. Bran, as usual, I kind of want to watch that episode now. I love Happy Days, the Fonz. I know, I know. Thanks, God. Henry Winkler sounded so young in that clip. That's so weird. He's a legend. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of Happy Days growing up, Bran. I think it was one of those safe shows my mom could just turn on and, you know, use the TV like a babysitter. <laughs> well, the fun, th- like, the good thing about it is Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. And Tuesday, Wednesday. Happy Days. Yeah, Thursday, Friday. Happy Days. Happy Days. But what happened on Saturday? Well, what a day. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, did we do it? Well, I have a surprise <gasps> for you. Ooh! Joe put together... What he calls an out-of-context reel for us. And I believe it's all from 2023. I've listened to it. Of us? Yeah, of us. Oh, no. You two have not heard this. I have. 
Are you ready? Oh, I'm excited. When you do a show, you assume you're going to say some things that are going to cause some conversation Mm -hmm. at the very least. And you hope for that. I'm running around the garden center at Home Depot in my underpants. Oh, it's a glitterous situation. Got it. I think looking back at those pictures, it's less impressive. Make it feel like I'm pooping a porcupine later. (laughs) I hate what I've become. God, is no matter how hard you try, you will never hurt as many children as Dan does. Well, another toy I can be rough with. I like it. Can you keep saying that? And this just rings all my bells. Are we at the point where we're trying to just offend six-year-olds and, and kids? Tastes like boogers. I didn't like that you licked it. <laughs> no more exposing myself. The judge says I couldn't do that anymore. Your life is my biggest fear. Scott's a cheater? After a little bit of success with Christmas morning, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Double hump. Good smells. Good smells. Maybe I do like Christmas trees. Maybe I do like eating them. But I'll tell you that it hurts a little more when I accidentally hurt the feelings of a six-year-old. <laughs> um, and I know this, this might be a little bit weird, Chad, but can you be my dad? <sighs> <sighs> but I posed the question, if a blind person reads Braille, is that reading it? That's that's bad, and I'm not sure it's politically correct. Uh, kind of stinks. You have an innate sense and can smell it as they walk into the room. I love close-up <laughs> photos. <laughs> what is that? Um, it is your mother. <laughs> and I just stuck my schnoot right in those trees and took a deep breath. Yeah, now you got me in the mood to go eat some hot dogs and just walk around. Bake that, high school Scotty, you nerd. <laughs> Can we not dodge taxes live on the, on the air? I'm not allowed back at Home Depot. There was some unpleasantness, but... I don't. I don't know anything. I don't know anything That's about right. anybody. Maybe he's the Doogie Hauser of trees. Give it to me. Give it. Doo-doo head. Uh, I didn't know you were one of the fancy people. I don't think he well, knows don't think so. how to spell a tree. <laughs> Wandering around the town saying he's looking for a child and everyone thinks he's a pedophile. Why don't you like 10-year-olds? What's your problem? No kidding. It's a secular day! <laughs> That's right. Hey, look, a parade! And then we just see it. That would be cool. I do uh, plenty of secular stuff during the <laughs> holiday right. season. Don't you worry. Sometimes you say things and you wish you could just yeah. take them back. <laughs> well, Bran, when it was all put together like that, it paints the picture that maybe is not accurate of our show. I think the big takeaway here is you're a weirdo. Yeah, that that is very true. It's just and God. I feel the need just to ex- God's the weirdo. <laughs> it's, it's just me. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm above board here. I think it did lean a little Scott heavy. I listen. I didn't hear anything said by me that I wouldn't uh, say today. The only one that I do want to explain is uh, Jax. I was telling about a book by Christopher Moore called "The Stupidest Angel," <laughs> and it's about how the angel Gabriel comes to this town looking for the blessed child for Christmas, but he's wandering around like bars and stuff asking looking for a child and everyone thinks he's a pedophile so you're not so i just want to explain that one yeah, before and yeah, before anyone's before, calling the authorities yeah, or anything board. like that that's everything everything else i stand behind yeah that was well done that was awesome that was some good editing joe thank you yeah. so much good for editing. putting that well together i listened to it at least three times Fantastic. i wanted to send it to you Bran, because it was so funny but i i, I thought it would be better if we waited for your honest mm-hmm. i like the real-time yeah. reaction i like living moment. in the mystery i like living in the mystery well now i think we did it Bran. 
We did do it. Uh, Jax, thanks so much for joining us. Do you want to tell anybody? You, you have uh, 12 seconds to say whatever you want. <laughs> um, please, please, please tell Bran and Scott that we need the murder mystery party. I'm going to be living for that. Yeah. Yes. We we'll probably fair. need a fourth person, maybe even a fifth. I mean, we so need a lot, all the people. Oh, I think usually I would say you, between six and eight characters is best. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to <laughs> put, we're gonna I'm... have to put this together. There's going to be planning involved. Could you have? Do you think Alex would just take the day off so he can he can be on it and be our Brit? Uh, if we could do a crossover special, would take the day off. <laughs> bring that. Yes, back. please, <laughs> please do. Let's take the day off. It's Murder Mystery Day. Yeah. Uh, well, we did, everybody. Congratulations to us. Congratulations to you. We're one month closer to Christmas. Uh, thanks for listening to us two days in a row. Uh, we'll be off until next Wednesday. Until then, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.